Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You know, I think teams are really trying to stop that play. They talk about it all week. I'm sure they label it as some type of like level of toughness to stop the play. Listen, I've been running that play a lot of years. I have seen people jump off sides. He made zero effort to stop after yeah. he jumped off. He purposely tried to hurt Cam Jurgens. I thought it should have been a personal foul, and I think he should be fine for that play. But I thought that play in particular was absolutely a disgrace that the NFL should not allow. I really yeah. do. And in my opinion, the NFL needs to do something about him because that shouldn't be allowed in this game. That is Philadelphia Eagles center Jason Kelsey on WIP, WIP in Philadelphia, our sister station over there in Philadelphia, talking about a play where... Jordan Phillips was called for offsides, and I guess it appeared he looked like he was going to hurt or trying to hurt Cam Jurgens. I mean, I can't vividly picture that play, but I don't know. I mean, that's just a little, a little out there. I mean, sure, things get heated in games, and and you know people get upset and whatever, and an innocent play might look like a crazy one, but I just I I I kind of agree with him. But it goes to the same point of this is where problems with the tush push arise. And I'm, I'm going to get back to the Bills and everything in a second, but I just want to talk about this because the Eagles attempted a tush push in the game. I think they attempted tw- twice. I think they did it twice. Yeah, they. I think it was just twice. The one that right. was the touchdown and then that fourth down that yeah. was called offsides. Yeah, and well, and the Bills stopped it after it was called offsides, I believe. But... I don't even think he got the snap off. Yeah, it was it, so you know the Bills were able to stop one, but not the other. And I, I feel like you know on the goal line it might be a little different. And the Bills even pulled one off themselves. <laughs> like it, it was so funny. I was watching it, and I think it was you know it was third and short or fourth and short, and they lined up, and I see, I think it was maybe one of the running backs. I think it might have been Latavius Murray lined up behind Allen, and I'm like, oh my god, they're going to do the tush push, and they're going to get it, and it's going to be hilarious. But this brings up the issue of that play where, you know, yes, it, it was talked about in the beginning of the season where it was so effective, like, should it be, you know, talked about? And then it was like, oh, well, you know, defensive players are going to get hurt. And I remember Jason Kelsey saying, well, too bad. It works for us. You should try it. And now that the shoe's on the other foot where it's, you know, hey, an offensive player almost got hurt or could have gotten hurt. Or maybe they have gotten hurt. I mean, Lane Johnson was out this week for the Eagles. 
okay, now it's an issue? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I think it's one of those things where it's, you know, both parties, offense and defense, can have, you know, a high risk of getting injured because it's a very, very strenuous and stressful play. And it also, if you pull it off so many times in a game, the other team's defense is going to get frustrated and they're going to potentially do something that they might regret. I mean, it's, it's... I think everybody is getting frustrated about it because they keep doing it and right. it keeps on working. Well, and, and... That's why people are frustrated about it. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's it's one thing if it works. Like, it's, you know, it's fine. Like, if, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. But... And, and you never tell a team like, oh, you can't, you can only do that play a certain amount of times a game, or you can't do that because it's too successful. But until defenses figure out how to stop it more effectively and in a safe, well, safe-ish way, I guess you can't really be safe, but in in an effective way, this is kind of how it's going to be. It's going to get frustrating. It's going to have you know teams make these stupid penalties and stupid decisions, but. I don't really know if in that case it was this kind of thing where, you know, Jordan Phillips was trying to hurt another player. I just think it's one of those coincidental thing or incidental things with a play like that. Because like I said, it's a very physical play. Your two biggest groups of people on the field are coming together at full speed and they are pushing their hardest to either stop you or get that one extra yard or not even an extra yard. And then you have your most valuable player, the quarterback, not exposed really, but it's kind of a kind of a dangerous spot to be in. So it's it's interesting how this play is, is evolving, and I wonder how it's going to go throughout the rest of the year and even into next year. But I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that real quick just because it – was kind of interesting to hear Jason Kelsey say that. And like I said, I kind of agree with him. Like if, if like, I don't agree with him in the sense of, you know, Jordan Phillips was trying to hurt a guy. I, I don't know. I can't remember the play. So I don't know exactly about that, but I do agree with him that it could cause problems in the future for both sides of the ball, especially if referees don't officiate it the way they're supposed to. Let's get back to the bills here. So like I said, if you want to chime in 803-0550, give us, give me a call. Uh, I got my poll up. How confident are you about the Bills making the playoffs? Still only 8% say run the table. I mean, I'm the eternal optimist. I'm going to put that up there. I kind of feel like they could do it if they get past the Cowboys. Stressful, yes, 24%. Could finish close, but no, 42%. That's kind of taken over. And then when's the draft at 26%? It's it's probably going to be one of those close but no scenarios. I, I feel like I think the forty two percent of you that have voted here are right, um, but hey, you never know. Let's get connected with our fans again. Let's go to Mark in West Seneca. Mark, what's going on? Oh, good morning. I, I just sitting here listening to all of these phone calls about, and I thought I'd call in and maybe be the voice of reason of what I hope is a silent majority. Um, I'm so tired about hearing about him getting fired because I don't think uh, the people who are calling for that really realize what they're signing up for. Uh, They're acting like uh, we can just go out and find the next new brilliant offensive mind. Oh, by the way, who they're going to want, who has never been a head coach because they won't want a retread. So they're going to want that next guy that, that has never even proven he can be a head coach in the NFL. To, and that, like he's going to step in 
and the organization is going to stay status quo as is. Well, if you let Sean go, the first question is, does Brandon Bean stay? You have no guarantees of that. Who else doesn't stay? Do we lose pro scouts? Do we lose college scouts? This is an organization that's been built on stability and uh, being uh, a high level of excellence over the last six years under Sean. What coaches leave? Okay, you're going to be probably signing up for a majority of the coaches leaving because either they're not going to want to stay or the new guy's going to want his guys. And you think you're just going to plug all this in and make it work from day one just because you have Josh Allen? I mean, I think this is absolutely irrational thought. Everything in that organization over the last six years that has happened has been spearheaded by Sean McDermott, from the physical science department to uh, all the uh, scouts that have been hired, all the coaches that have been hired, working hand-in-hand with Brandon Bean, the draft. And sure, they've had their shortcomings. Nobody's perfect. But the hardest thing to do in sports is to go from being uh, a dumpster fire like we were when he got here and becoming a contender and then going from a contender to a champion. That is the hardest step to take. And I'm not making excuses for the guy. He's got to put up eventually. But at this point in time, the instability that you're asking for is going right back to the drought years. Okay, And then I keep hearing about the 20 seconds and why didn't we go for it here and why didn't we go for it there because we have Josh Allen. So because we have Josh Allen, who, by the way, our offense, and with Josh, and I wouldn't trade him for anybody in the league, okay, are prone to turnovers. That being said, now the big thing is the 20 seconds this past week. All right, so let's be reckless on our 25-yard line with 20 seconds the other team that we have to push the ball down the field because that's what everybody wants us to do to get in position to kick a field goal. Oh, by the way, where has Josh thrown most of his turnovers? Pushing the ball down the field. Not only that, in a downpour, in an absolute downpour. So now he throws that ball, it gets picked off at midfield, and they return it five, six, seven yards, and you're back in the same position. One play, and that kicker they had nails another plus 50 field goal and you lose the game and everybody's saying why didn't you just take it to overtime and take your chances it's a lose-lose position for sean okay so because we have josh allen there's never any room for playing the percentages or being conservative we got to go for it on every fourth down we got to push the ball down the field all the time and be reckless and not use your brain I'm tired of hearing this stuff, okay? There are times that I believe he's made some mistakes being a little bit too conservative, but I'll take 13 and three years, 13 and four years, and being a contender under this guy every year and waiting to break through, and I kick at the can every year, then a knee-jerk decision and letting this guy go and having to start from scratch because I believe if you do that, that is exactly what you're doing. The organization is going to be unstable again, and you're going to be filling holes everywhere in your organization, not just on the field and not with just your head coach. Thanks for listening to me. Yeah, thanks for the call, Mark. I, I, I like what you were saying there because, okay, so let, let there was a lot there. Let's break it down real quick before we go back to another break here. So with the point of, you know, yes, you'll be starting from scratch if you get rid of McDermott. That's been my biggest fear too, and that's why I'm – you know, kind of still on the fence, but on the fence side of keeping him. Like, I'm not on the fence yet. I'm kind of looking at it going, hmm, what should we do here? 
And that main reason is why I'm, you know, very nervous about it. Now, let's say, obviously we can't, but let's say Brian Dable is still here. That makes this situation a lot easier because then you have a potential head coach candidate waiting in the wings. But you don't have that. You have Joe Brady, who has coached two games for the Bills as an offensive coordinator. Sure, he was with the Panthers, too. But with your team, he's only coached two games as an offensive coordinator. He's not going to be your head coach. Somebody like Eric Washington, who is the defensive line coach, personally, I wonder what he would do as a defensive coordinator, but I don't know if that's their plan or if that's what they're thinking. You know, because like I said, Sean McDermott is still defensive coordinator here, but that still has to be a hole that's filled. And as Mark brought up there, like, who's out there? You're going to bring in Frank Reich? That didn't work out. Twice in a row that didn't work out. So that's where I'm still wary of, you know, not so much has gone wrong where I'm, you know, let's do it tomorrow. But there have been a lot of red flags, and they've been getting bigger and bigger as the season's gone on. And, yeah, when you have Josh Allen, you can do those things. Sure, he has turnovers. He's kind of, I don't want to say known for it, but that's what a lot of the, you know, big-time media talks about is here's a turnover there, here's a turnover here. In that game, he had one. And maybe it was a forced pass, maybe it wasn't. But when you have a quarterback that can create over 400 yards of offense by himself, whether it be throwing or himself running, there's no reason to think he can't go down the field in 20 seconds and win you a football game. And like I said before, there's what-ifs on every side of the ball in any sport you play. So, like Mark said, if they go down the field or try to go down the field, turn it over, and lose – then it's, why didn't you try to go to overtime? So that's why, like, you know, that this game isn't, you know, obviously the end of the line. It's not, here it is, we're done, he's gone. No, it's it's just kind of another red flag in a season of issues. We're going to keep things going here. we got to take another break here coming back we're gonna do a quick little reset and then i think we're gonna stick with the bills i was gonna talk a little sabers but we got uh we got some full phone lines here so we will get to your calls gotta take a quick break you're listening to the extra point show i'm josh schmidt this is wgr we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 